Welcome back again. Ned's Declassified Podcast is live and recording. This is Kirk. With me here, I have Jacob. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Ned Pod. Um, we had a good one. Good one today. Uh, we, we've got some firsts in it, you know, mainly being this is, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Famine's first uh, episode. Famine. I don't, is it Famine? Okay. <laughs> they say Famine. I wrote I should, it as Famine. I probably shouldn't have done that. F A M I N E. I just didn't put the E at the end. Okay, but mean. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty much close. I wrote it like F A Y M E N, like Famine. Yeah, but, and I was wondering when he was going to show up. I couldn't remember what his name was. Um, he is the heartthrob. You know, he's the yeah. he, Right, he's the Latin slash Middle Eastern heartthrob. He's Latin, right? He's got. I don't think Latin. he's Middle Eastern. Yeah, <laughs> I think. May, I mean, he could be from Spain. It was pretty ambiguous where he was from. To it be was honest. very ambiguous. Yeah, I mean, he barely says a word. And that's how it should be with foreign exchange students. It should be very ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like in that '70s show, no one yeah, knows where yeah. Fez is from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, we also have the, I mean, that's getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. That's, he comes in the second episode. First yeah. episode, we do have the first time we see Mrs. Knapp. Maybe the only time. I think the only time, because this is the first time they ever talk about social studies, which is her subject, and then she promptly retires <laughs> at the end of the yep. episode. So True. <laughs> You're right. They've talked about like history before. They've done geography before, for sure. But this is social studies specifically. So they you you wrote down everything that it has inside of it, right? Yeah, well so Ned considers social studies to be four different things. Geography, government, history, and a lot of projects. He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. He's not wrong at all. When was the first when was the last time you had social I feel like I remember social studies middle school. I mean yeah, I wanted to say st- seventh grade, but I feel like eighth grade was probably also social studies. They start to call it other shit after that. It becomes more specific. It becomes right. way more specific, yeah. Yeah, like American government. Actual yeah. history. Yeah. You end up having to divide those up because they teach you more in-depth things, I think. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the idea. But yeah, That is and, the definitely the goal. And, I mean, Ned kind of hypes it up. He's like, yo, this is like a real class. You got to, like, maybe record your lectures. Like, it's a fucking college class. Yeah. And he's in eighth grade, so like he kind of needs to chill. <laughs> you know, has anybody ever told you once to chill out, Ned? <laughs> I think he's pretty chill. He is pretty chill, but he's but apparently not so much. He takes social studies pretty serious. So <laughs> sometimes he's motivated, sometimes he's not motivated. It's like you know, yeah. like anybody, you know. He also calls it the talkiest of the subjects. A lot of words, very talky. A lot of stuff to remember. It didn't seem like Mrs. Knapp was saying that many things, though. He got screwed because he got Mrs. Knapp. So that's what it goes into, like, well, depending on the teacher you have, you know. <laughs> that's like, every class, though. <laughs> Mrs. Knapp is a really, really old teacher, apparently. Yeah. The actress, we looked this up, the actress that played Mrs. Knapp was born in 1913. Yeah. And this show came out, what, 2006, 2005? 2006. She was, was remarkably season, yeah. old to be... To yeah. be not only a public school teacher, but to be an actress, to be anything. Yeah. She has kidding. since passed away, R.I.P. R.I.P. She's the same actress that was in Wedding Crashers as the grandma. Um, and she was also in, I think, what was the other one? The Wedding Singer. I haven't I haven't seen that full movie. So she I, only is I in movies about weddings. <laughs> yeah. 
She started uh, when she was already in her 50s. Her first thing was in the 80s, which is yeah. kind of crazy. She lived a whole life before that. Yeah, it said on IMDb she was like an acting coach, but that's a pretty in-depth uh, IMDb talk about Mrs. Knapp. <laughs> yeah, but she's clearly very, um, you know, senile. They're playing into that. You know, that's her whole thing is like she's like everything. Her desk is covered in cobwebs. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Because she's old. (laughs) She's just so old. It's crazy. Um, Yeah. But she comes up with the idea to have like a project contest. The winner of which gets to go on a trip to Washington, D.C. It's actually the state capital. I thought it was also Washington, D.C. And they say it it towards the end. They say the state capital towards the end. Which makes a lot more sense. Because like they talk about it being a weekend trip. All the way from fucking California to Washington, D.C. would take so long. <laughs> what even is the capital of California? Sacramento, isn't it? They're going from San... San we don't know where they are. We don't um, know where they are specifically. <laughs> I think they're in. I think they're somewhere in like those like pocket counties in, in uh, California somewhere, like we talked about last time. Yeah, they're in one of the, uh, <laughs> one of the red counties. I think they are, yeah, somewhere in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they're like, we're going to get to go to Sacramento. It's like, who the fuck cares about that? I, Sacramento's kind of tight. The whole time hey. I thought it was D.C. that they were talking So about. did I. And I, the whole time I was so confused because it made no sense being a weekend trip. But they, at the end, they do <laughs> say state capital. Yeah. Because Cookie's like, I want to go on the weekend trip. Like, I want to go on a romantic weekend trip with Lisa. And I'm like, what the fuck is romantic about politics, first of all? Let alone <laughs> going to D.C. I mean, I yeah. guess... You, DC's cool. I mean, if they were going to DC, yeah. like if like what the the cherry blossoms were in bloom or something, that's kind of nice. I mean, we went to DC as boys. Yeah, that was a great time. Fresh out of high school, everything is free in DC, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so if you're if you don't except have a ton the spy of cash, museum. yeah, except for the spy museum. But if you don't have a ton of cash, you can hit a lot of dope museums for free. All the just as an FYI stuff. to the audience, yeah, you know, the lawn. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta walk the lawn. You can do it in one day. They tell yeah, you you I, can't. I, I think they called the mall. Usually, <laughs> <You're laughs> right? <laughs> the lawn. We didn't go Mr. see the White President's House, lawn. Though. We didn't go. No, see we that. walked past it. I have a picture of you like pointing at it. <laughs> we could you could see it like over the hill. That's yeah. But yeah, and also in this episode, Pal makes a return. Principal Pal. Yeah, he's been in a couple in a row now. I feel like. He has. It gives a little bit of a of of a through line as far as like making sense in the timeline of. Are we watching the right episode? Is it out of you know air date versus whatever date? You know that's. Yeah, it's still it's still it's still impossible to say. But yeah, pal. I, I wasn't thrown too much in this one. No, yeah, pal. We're told by Mister Wright. Yeah, is uh, is thinking he's still the principal. Yeah, he's confused. He's senile. You know, refusing to leave his post. He's pantsless at one point, right in the beginning. Throughout much of the episode, he's pantsless. I feel he does prefer to be pantsless. I think. <laughs> <Who> wouldn't. <laughs> but Mister Wright is like setting up his office in the middle of the hallway, um, in order to, I guess, remind Principal Pal that he's not principal. It's a little something. protest. It's a little protest on Mister Wright's part. Yeah. And it's it's because Mr. Wright can't stand up for himself and he doesn't want to hurt Pal's feelings. He doesn't want to be like, Pal, buddy, maybe you forgot we fired you or, or whatever. But <laughs> well, they didn't fire him. He was, he's supposed to have retired, right? 
they send him out. At on least the I ice. don't think he got fired. <laughs> they, they like release him like on a on a block of ice out to just die like a like a Inuit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or they put him in a canoe <laughs> and catch it on fire, like uh, oh, that'd be crazy. Like the Vikings. That's, more, that's more fucked up somehow. <laughs> What's worse, to starve and be cold, or to burn to death? Well, I think the I, I think they're usually dead when they light the canoe. On yeah, fire. they are. That was yeah. Weird. I don't think they're alive still. <laughs> that'd be yeah, fucked. He. Powell blasts out of the principal office dressed like a superhero in underwear. Palest yes. legs you've ever seen. Oh, white. So pale. And yeah, Mr. Wright looks back. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then he comes <laughs> running toward him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> and, you know, Pal doesn't bat an eye at Wright's yeah. office set up in the in the middle. He's like, I got shit to do. Keep in mind, this is Mr. Wright's jurisdiction, so all these kids witnessing Principal Pal just in his underwear is gonna that that flame is gonna come under his ass when the superintendent comes down. You I think know? those kids are used to it by now. <laughs> as fucked up as that is, <laughs> that is fucked up. I mean, you could see them like like laughing and and snickering and stuff. They're like, Ooh-hoo-hoo! but like at the end of the day, that's gonna be some scarring ass shit. I think. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Back to the social studies class, we find out that the teacher, Mrs. Knapp, has decided that she's going to assign to be partners Cookie and Evelyn Kwan. Yeah, this is right after um, Cookie finally asks Lisa to be his partner, and she agrees to it as well. She's down. She's down to clown. Yeah. But uh, that is swiftly taken away by Mrs. Knapp, which is sad because this is another episode where we get to see Cookie's lust for Lisa. His lust for Lisa, his... I mean, just, mm-hmm. I don't know what you'd say. His lack of backbone, his um, hum- his just demasculation by Evelyn Kwan. <laughs> She's constantly slapping him. That's become a through line of, of their relationship. He is always getting slapped. We should address this. I thought that last we saw the, the two of them, she was aggressively attracted to him. On his she journey. was, and yeah, because she, she did actually say that she... Uh, he drives her crazy or something like that. It's like, yeah, she's you drive like, me crazy, one day you'll she, be mine, some shit like that. Yeah, some sort of crazy-ass <laughs> shit. When he was just trying to get back to the bus, poor guy. Blah. Yeah, his happy place. His yeah, happy dude. place. <laughs> but yeah, she's all over him still. Um, but she hates him. Actually, no, she's not... She's not. They, there's not one hint of attraction from Evelyn to... Yeah, this him. is also one of the... Um, this this is this was like the one thing where I was like, mm, maybe this is out of order, was like um, the fact that Evelyn has no sign of, of attraction towards Cook, you know? Yeah, it's it's weird. It doesn't make it, it... It just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Maybe the air date's wrong. I mean, she did kind of seem like when... Because he, he kind of tricked her a little bit. Uh, he was a little little trickster devil when he was like, hey, uh, the reason I keep smashing our, our project is because I actually uh, like you. You drive me crazy and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, you could see it in her eyes. She kind of loved that. But then she knew he was lying. So maybe, you know, maybe there was something there. He's very squirrely. He's very willing to 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 lie at the drop of a hat. I mean, he's he is <laughs> definitely willing to lie at the drop of a hat. This man will do anything for his needs and his 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 desires, his deepest deepest thoughts. You yeah. know, talking about the project, um, Mose and Ned are project partners throughout the episode, but Ned is distracted by his lust for Susie. Yes, the entire yeah. time. 
He and wants those... to constantly go on water fountain dates with her. Water fountain dates, all kinds what of What are these? What are these water fountain dates? You just go, you talk, you hang out. The water fountain betrays Ned in the next half of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It really does. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what there what is yeah. specifically going on. Yeah, Moses is constantly jealous of this though. She's super fucking jealous. <laughs> she yeah. needs to chill, I think. This is I think maybe the most jealous we've seen Moses. Yeah, I think it wasn't it was jealousy was not a good color on her, you know. She didn't I feel like it was not good. She was She green. needed to chill. She needed to fucking leave Ned, let Ned do his thing. She wants Ned. She doesn't notice she wants Ned, but she I does know. want Ned. I know, and we're waiting. We're waiting to see all this unfold, you know. <laughs> but Mose builds a big. It's it's a scale replica of Mount Rushmore. She's made out of what appears to be paper mache. Definitely paper mache. Yeah, maybe some of that spray paint that comes out textured. That shit's kind of cool. So it's got three fake heads and one hole where Ned is supposed to go and be um, Abe Lincoln, I think. Uh. N- no, but I think Jefferson, because uh, I think it was I think it was I think it was Washington, Jefferson, Teddy, and then Lincoln, because because Mister Quest is always Lincoln. You're right. It was Mister Quest. So it was Lincoln, yeah. uh, Theodore, the Hole, and then Washington. Washington yeah. was played in the. What we get into? He, Ned he was ha- played by Gordy. Ned has a fantasy where the where the yeah the the faces come to life because Ned gets stuck into the hole. I thought yes. I thought at first Moe's actually nefariously glued his face into the hole. I think she to, may have to keep him there. She may. It's to be fair, we don't know that she didn't. We really hold don't on. Know I'm, I'm looking up who played Teddy because we couldn't figure it out. We had no idea who Teddy Rosa was. It was such a weird impersonation. Yeah. So long story <laughs> short, Ned gets stuck in there, and then he has a fantasy where the where the paper mache Mount Rushmore comes to life. So he has a conversation with the heads, you know. So they're talking back and forth. The guy that plays Theodore Roosevelt, he it just, doesn't say. He's he's just this fucking weird guy. He's like he's got shifty eyes. He he's just like, keeps saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Why was that Teddy? Is that was Teddy Roosevelt? I don't. It doesn't say he's not listed. He's not credited. That's incredible. But that little kid that was in the last episode—that's also in the it? next. That's in. That's Damn. also in the next part of this episode. You know the little blonde kid. He was in the thumbnail yeah. of the previous episode. His name is Tyke. Apparently, T Y K E Tyke. That's the character's name. That's the character's name. What a weird name. Why did they give him that name? Because <laughs> he's, he's short. He's a little tyke. He's a little tyke. It's so weird. That's how the toy brand is. Some of their names are so on the nose. They're like, (laughs) they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Crony, Buzz, Tyke. But yeah, he gets stuck in there and uh, Moses just screaming at him the whole time and eventually blasts him in the face with water. Yeah. Was that like to break him out of like his like. No, it's because he's. It's because he's so thirsty. He wants to go to the water fountain, but but That's she's right. so jealous. She just blasts him. She's like, That's "I right. just don't want you to be thirsty." He's like, "I'm stuck, Moe's Help! I'm trapped!" And she's like, yeah. "Fuck you!" And blast. Yeah, she she yeah, waters him. And you don't want to be stuck in that thing because then you're just. I mean, you're a mountain man. You're a part of the mountain now. You know. I mean, you start to go mad. He goes mad. That's why he had hallucin- <laughs> He hallucinates. He, he does hallucinate. hallucinate immediately, and then he and then later on he has to trek it around in order to find her because she You're wanders right. off. She wanders the fuck off. 
she eventually <laughs> does help him get out of it, but yeah, it might be that she put him in it to begin with. This is once they're in the gym, by the way, because that's where she goes. I don't know what she's doing in there. I forget what she's even doing in there. And then because she's by herself and then Ned's in there and apologizes and like she gets him out of there. And then the thing goes flying and ends up. uh, We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But what do you mean? What's going on? Well, Cookie um, multiple times destroys the the Evelyn Quine project. He flips the table. He does the thing. He does that. You know, like we kind of talked about that a little bit. We get a little sneak preview of Lisa and Seth's project. We do. It's the Wild West, well, settled by domestic women. Their thesis is that female domesticity settled the West. Mm-hmm. And they've just got a small, you know, like what is Western town. Yeah, it's like a little model Western town like you'd have a it train. It looked good. Through. It looked really good. It was very nice. It looked better than uh, Cook and Quan's. going to say that. I, I didn't see any domesticity at play, but no, there should have been a, a larger scale that went along with it that you could see the inside of a household. That would have been good. Lisa should have been dressed like a maiden, and and Seth should have been dressed as like a, a fucking. Wyatt Earp. <laughs> I was gonna say a cow. Wyatt <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Earp. <laughs> yeah, he's got like the mustache and stuff. <laughs> Ned is going to meet Susie's parents. This is kind of what leads to the him getting stuck in the Mount Rushmore thing. This happens yes. before that. Ned is talking to Susie about how I've got this hot date with fucking um I'm with my to eat mom. Dinner. I'm going to eat dinner <laughs> at Susie's parents' house. At Susie's yeah. house with Susie's At parents. Susie's mom's house. As we know, her parents are on the splits. Her dad yeah. moved away. They've got to be just her mom. <laughs> that's the only explanation for her uh because he does say again that it's just her mom that he's meeting. He does say that. You're right. He's like, I'm going to meet Susie's mom. Yeah. The dad's You're gone. Right. Yeah. That's he's a through home. line. He's not. It, no, he he's might not, not he's be gone, gone, but he's not home. <laughs> he's gone. Oh, he's, he's gone. gone. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> he moved out to fucking Salt Lake City or some shit, dude. Oh, yeah. He went on to a lake somewhere. He's definitely a lake <laughs> person now. <laughs> Yeah, lake people get wild. After Hell yeah, divorced. they do, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you get a pontoon boat in a lake house and you fucking you know, no holds barred, dude. Yeah. Yeah, there's the Gordy Mount Rushmore thing. The, 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 and then they wreck the gym. The trashing of the gym. The, the horrible incident. The most ruthless trashing that Durga's ever seen. At first, I thought it was just going to be their project that got destroyed, and then nope. it's just like it's a Rube Goldberg, like the balls fall, and then everything yeah, the else dominoes, falls. you know, everything comes down, everything's crashing down, and then Mo- Durga comes in and she's like, "You wrecked my gym." It's like, hope ho- it's not your gym, Durga. Come on, this is it's her gym because she's gonna have to clean all that shit up because she's she. I mean, she didn't get you, the kids, she didn't get them. We have seen her before go to the detention room and say, "I need a couple victims," and they just do her work for her. She's definitely going to do that. That's true. That's a good poll. That's a great poll. You, you're telling me she's going to get um, fucking crony, Buzz, and, and Loomer to do it? Someone that's in detention, and they're perpetually in detention. I think those three would like doing it, though, because they they'd probably do a couple curls on the dumbbells that got knocked over. They'd have a, they've had their run of the place while they're... They would get a there. couple reps in. Yeah. I don't think she could tell them not to. <laughs> She'd spot them. If anything, <laughs> we find out Just... we find out that Mr. Wright's first name is Alistair. 
That is true. Yeah, because uh, Principal Pal calls him by his first name once he finally stands up for himself. Principal Pal basically comes out of his, um, you know, he's dressing like Spartacus the whole episode. And he's actually in the next fucking half of the episode, too. It's a lot of Pal this episode. But um, yeah. Pal is a superhero. Um, he's playing like he's senile. But he has he, he comes out like he's has a moment of clarity. And he's like, Alistair. Because eventually Mr. Wright is like, you're not the principal anymore. I'm the principal. Yeah. He kicks his ass out of the office. Finally. I mean, Jesus. Like, <laughs> it's been so long. Like, he's already been on the news as principal talking about like, how he's going to take down the art classes. <laughs> it's been like three or four episodes at least. Yeah. It's been a disturbing amount of time that he's not had that office. Like, even fucking, even the VP has an office of his own. And you're not going to give the fucking principal one? Come on. Which, now that you bring that up. Also, where the fuck has Krubs been? Well, he was in the last episode. He just wasn't in these two, which is a shame. But, you know. Uh, But I have a question. Why is Principal Pal's office not attached to administration? Attached to it? Yeah, like like um, Krubs' office is attached to the administration room. You I know, like that the, little that little administration office that's in the like front of the school. I kind of know what you're talking about. I think it's because it's just seniority. I mean, Krubs has to. Yeah, his face. office is in a random ass place. It's near the bathrooms, I guess. Who the principals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looked like it was the fucking where like a janitor closet would be. It was you're in the right. middle between lockers. <laughs> like what? It doesn't make sense. But it, it kind of makes, makes sense. Mm, I don't know. I feel like the principal's office is always in the admin building all the time, every he should be time. Up front. Yeah, he should be up front with everybody else, obviously. <laughs> all the other administrators, it makes sense. Yeah, maybe Pal just didn't want that. So, like, Krubs like, has who the actual principal's office is. You know, Krubs has that office. You know, Krubs maybe tricked him into getting that office. Well, Krubs is a trickster bastard. You know, he's got the fucking secret lair. He's probably on vacation right now. He probably. I mean, I assume every time he's not on screen, he's on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> he's yes. back in Miami solving crimes. Yes. Did you have a rating in mind for this half? I think I would give this one. I'll go seven point five. It's higher than I want to go, but I think that it's right. <laughs> you have the same thing now. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I wrote it while you were, like, before you said that, <laughs> as I was asking you what you... Yeah, I think that's, I think that's where it's at, because it, it was still pretty funny. There was a lot of good things that happened, you know? I love a good, I love a good dream sequence, too, which was nice. Um, Principal Pal's hilarious at all times. You know, at least if we don't get Krubs, at least we have Principal Pal. Um. Yes, and uh, the last thing I wanted to address that I've I realized is on the next page. Ned gets, by the end of the episode, Ned, is his shirt is cut in multiple places like he's been knifed. You're right, yeah, because he tells <laughs> Susie that he can't go to the date because, like, Moe's has a breakdown and, and needs to have their pizza video game night as scheduled every week, you know, or yep. she'll fucking lose it. So he tells Susie no go, and she apparently attacks him. <laughs> yeah she like you were saying during the episode <laughs> she was slicing on him with a switchblade <laughs> yeah it's like she took out a, a, a yeah a switchblade and was like whipping it around and psh, before he could even like blink half his shirt's gone 
<laughs> yeah, he's, he's been obliterated. It's sad. But then, as quick as it began, on to the next episode. Embarrassment. Silence. The episode begins. It's like a study <laughs> hall, maybe. Someone's take. Maybe they're taking a test. Yeah. There's the fart. <laughs> Damn. It wasn't nearly that high-pitched. <laughs> it was like a. It was like more of a bassy fart, like a... You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then everybody looks, everybody freezes, and then Ned is like, shit. But they all know it was Ned. How the fuck somehow, did they know it was... Somehow they all know it's Ned. I don't know if they have... It's Maybe it's the room. I don't know. The room. I feel like from what I can remember from school, when someone would fart and you'd hear it, you, I feel like everyone was always just like laughing and was like, and was always like, who was that? You know, no one was ever like, it was them. <laughs> I don't remember anyone knowing it was one person. Well, Ned does kind of like. He shifty eyes it, which is the wrong way to go about at, it. Yeah, he mugs, he looks at the camera and then everybody knows it was him. Yeah, big mistake. But this, that starts the series of unfortunate events for Ned throughout this episode. <laughs> Ned is constantly just doing the worst things and having just the worst luck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, multiple times he goes over to the water fountain, like we talked about last episode. Yeah. Trying to just sip. Yeah, he's trying to get a little bit of... Also, this is a dual water fountain. This is a two-headed water fountain. Large basin. Hmm. Which is interesting. That is a little bit of a rare design. It's It's an old-school design. I feel like that's a classic. You wouldn't find it these days. Yeah. Now you've got the ones where you can put your water bottle in and it'll fucking All come down like from the top. And those are those are tight. That's what you want. Yeah. That's exactly what you want. A lot of the time I have my own water bottle. Every time. How could you not bring your own water bottle? You got to stay hydrated, you know? Yes. Um, Feynman comes into play here. Pretty much right off the bat, I think he's addressed... Like he is, but I, I also have written down that Principal Powell is playing Spartacus. That happens. And he's the one that's... He's constantly coming through every time Ned embarrasses himself. Almost like a dark omen. Almost. And then um, he... <laughs> uh, what does he say to Ned when he when he looks like he pisses himself? I think you're damn broke or something like that. <laughs> I think you're damn broke. Something, yeah. something, along, something damn. I don't remember what exactly it was. Yeah, that's what he said. And then what did he say when his fly was down? Your barn door's open, I think. Bar- that's classic. That's, that's the classic one, at least. At the very least. <laughs> that has to be what he said. No, he said your drawbridge is down. Because it was, it was Spartacus. You're right, because it wasn't, a, it wasn't, it wasn't, the, the, it barn wasn't the barn door one. The barn door one is the... <laughs> I mean, that's, the that's the goat one. For some reason, yeah. But yeah, Latin slash Brazilian... Brazilian Feynman. I, I think... He, I, I think Brazilian could be a good peg. Or yeah. he's straight from Spain, which I could also believe. That's true. You know. He could be maybe it'd be weird if he was from Monaco. That'd be kind of tight. He's he's, <laughs> he's like I'm from Monaco. It's like He's filthy just, rich. Isn't that just like a city? <laughs> no. <laughs> Toot Toot comes at Ned after he's um come out. Yeah. Well, Ned is on his turf now, and Tutu doesn't play that shit, you know? Well, Tutu's, it's Tutu's turf. 
it's his turf and and he knows that if anyone steps on it he's not going to have the respect from his classmates that he usually has you know he is like i mean he's very much a mafia gangster boss he is i wish he would have been in like a dope armchair or something in the in the bathroom that would have been sick and had like a couple dudes with him yeah a couple you goons know? that'd be good a couple of fucking goons <laughs> <laughs> and then he farts at ned yes you know he toots him out and i will say the um uh the cookie plot line for this episode is that he's constantly being pants. Um, there's even a contest that ends up happening where everyone sees how many times they can pants cook, which is up. disturbed. <laughs> it's fucked up. That's such a fucked up thing to do to him. There, well, none of these people are his friends. Most of them are random people. Yeah, Loomer starts. I mean, Loomer is the one that makes that announcement. Yeah, well, that's because the one kid, the the kid that I talked about earlier, Tyke, he's like, "Can I pants cook?" And they're like, "Yeah, anyone can. We're we're me and fucking Crony are co- are competing." <laughs> Buzz Look has it. the fucking chalkboard. Who? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. And then Gordy goes over to you know Cookie after this. He's like, "I used to get pants all the time." Yeah, he gets stuck in like a conversation with no one, just like. St- just staring off into the distance. Yeah, he's talking to Cookie. The mob comes, takes Cookie away. Gordy's still talking. He's like, it began back in the Carter administration. Yeah, which is a... That was a long time ago. He must have been a... I mean, he would have had to have been a boy, a small boy. <laughs> it would have been... I guess, in, that make, I guess that still pans out. What, I mean... It's a small yeah. window of time. It's only one... It is a small window of time. Term. It was It was a single-term man. Huh. Yeah, Damn. And then Reagan rolled in. Yeah. But Gordy's 40. We know that already. Mm-hmm. We get a cookie 40 cutout. 40. Another good cutout of cookie makes it. He has a lot of those happen throughout the yeah. series. Yeah. He's got the cutout sitting at the lunchroom table. And Ned and, and Moe's are talking to each other about, you know, Moe's in a neck brace. I don't know what the fuck she's saying. And then. I think, uh, <laughs> I think, that, I, I think that something happens between her and Feynman and she like almost hurts him or something. She but even before that, right in the beginning of the episode, that. she had the neck brace on. So, from the jump, from the jump, my guy, that's repull up your shit and look at it. I dare you. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but Ned is like, you know, let me give you some tips. Don't eat the fart starters. Those yes. include eggplant, beans, and broccoli. Eggplant is an interesting thing to be served at a middle school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what do they go to? I don't know if they go to like Italian middle school or something. They're, like, they're, lots of... they're in Little Italy somehow in this. In it's this... Moulinon for lunch again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's going to give me gas. I didn't know that was a gas thing either. I don't know. I didn't either, but to be fair, I didn't know broccoli was either. I knew beans. Everybody knows beans. Broccoli but. is broccoli's for sure. And also, broccoli gets fucked. It fucks your teeth up, which happens. That is true. But it looked like he had, like, some other fucking, like, spinach in his teeth or something when he was there. It was crazy. Whatever it was, it was crazy. <laughs> but before that, uh, when they're still talking at the table, um, the, the mob of people come after Cookie's cutout. And 
And when they, yeah. they drag him to the ground, and then when they come back up with him, it's a different cutout. He's, like, scared, and he doesn't have any pants on. And then there's a separate cutout of pants. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. They didn't realize when they ripped him to the ground that it was a cutout. It took yeah. them ripping the pants off. They pants the cardboard cook. It's so fucked up. And Cookie's just hiding under the table. He should have been long gone by that point, I think, in my opinion. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that he stuck around. That's a mistake. That's a big mistake on Cookie's part. Well, Well, and he was peeking the whole time. Like, he's like, "What are you doing, Cookie? You gotta be fucking out of here. You know what? You know what the stakes are." Yeah, he was like looking. He's like, "Oh my god." Yeah, and they run past Gordy again, and he's still talking to himself, talking about nothing. You know. At that point, I realized yeah. he was talking off. <laughs> Basically, he's telling the story of how he came to become a janitor wearing a one-piece jumpsuit onesie with pants yeah, it, that cannot be pantsed. It apparently all stemmed from him just being pantsed a thousand times as a kid like Cook. Which, I feel like, this doesn't this doesn't make sense for Cook's pro- like trajectory in the future. He's not going to become a janitor. Ned's gonna become a janitor. Everyone knows that. <laughs> like, Ned there's would, no Ned, sh- no yeah, shot. Ned, Cook does. Ned is closer to the um to the Gordy model. Yeah, well, it's a father son business at some point. You know, that's what it's gonna <laughs> become at least. It's the family business. Yeah, Cook's going. Cook's gonna go into some sort of STEM field. Everyone knows that he's gonna be doing some sort of engineering or fucking something. Maybe Cook will do something like maybe he'll be like a mechanic. Where he can still wear a, mm. a one-piece jumpsuit. See, I've never seen him do any sort of mechanic-type things. You know, it's not like in Drake and Josh where like Josh fixes up the dune buggy. You know, and you're like, man, that kid could be a mechanic. You know, I mean, he built that like he built that robot that they that destroyed the talent that destroyed the uh, science fair that one time. That is true. That is facts, and that was a battle bot. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> sick. That was an exoskeleton. <laughs> Do they still play those fucking BattleBot uh, matches on, like, the Sci-Fi channel or whatever the fuck it was? The Science I think, Channel? I think they've uh, rebooted, uh, or they've, like, they've done it a few times, I think. All you netheads should look up those matches on YouTube. They're pretty sick. <laughs> you gotta watch The Wedge. <laughs> is, that the, is that one of the bots that just has, like, a fucking thing or something? It's just a, it's just a, it's just a wedge, and it wrecks everything. And he obliterates? Oh, damn. That's what I believe, yeah. <laughs> That's tight. I'm going to be watching those videos after this. <laughs> you got to look up the wedge. And then uh, Cookie, at one point, he goes, leave the boxers, while he's mobbed oh. by it. Yeah, because he walks out with 20 pairs of pants on. It's That's the most the next, insane thing where he has big thighs. Tip. That's Gordy's advice. His yeah. Gordy's initial advice. Yeah, because these were the steps that Gordy went through. He's just he, trying to essentially put cook through the same trials and tribulations that he did it does seem that way and yeah cook has the thighs when you know that episode of the thighs that don't quit dude (laughs) you know the episode of spongebob where squidward eats all the krabby patties and he's like they all go to my thighs yeah and he's got the big ass he's got the fat juicy ass (laughs) that's like one of those things where you're like i watch it for the plot and it's just squidward (laughs) with the fat ass (laughs) Yeah, big size. A tip Ned yes. offers um, 
practice talking first if you're going to be talking to someone that you're attracted to. This is advice specifically for Moe's talking to Feynman. Yes, I will say this doesn't go well for her um, <laughs> because he doesn't talk second in this case. He won't talk. He refuses to talk. He, yeah, he mugs her. Yeah, why is he even doing that? I understand, like, the thing at the end where he's, like, you know, spoiler alert. He's, like, he's, like, he doesn't My speak English, very good English. No good. But, like, but, like why, you got, why you got to look at her so weird? He was, like, giving her all sorts of weird faces. Like, <laughs> that's not a good sign. <laughs> Don't look like, shifty-eyed at her the whole time. He's looking at her like he's going to eat her. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, she was perplexed, understandably. Yeah. She ends up destroying him because she fucking falls on him somehow. I don't remember how that even happens. It's every time. Yeah. Every time that it's a comedic series of events to lead to, you know, dismay yeah. for the for the people. But it's like, does he have a, a he has a, a neck brace on? She has a neck brace on. At the yeah, end. they're both in wheelchairs. They're just sitting yeah. next to each other. They're like, she's like, sorry, I, you know, handicapped you for. Maybe permanently. <laughs> Sorry, I paralyzed you from the dick down. <laughs> and he's like, it's okay. He's like, my English not good. <laughs> yeah. But then and she's like, oh, okay, well, damn. The real the real cap of the episode is the final appearance of uh, Spartacus, a.k.a. Principal Pal, in social studies. Yeah. Whole episode long, he's been hyping up you got to show up to social studies class. Don't miss out. You want to learn what it's like to be a gladiator? Because he's dressed like a gladiator. Yeah. Also, before this, Ned pisses himself again. <laughs> yeah, the fountain fucks Ned over again. The water fountain. Pisses himself twice in one day. It completely covers his entire crotch in water. Also, one of his tips was to have extra clothes. So. He said that tip before, to be fair. Yeah, he has used that tip multiple times. He's He really wants to drive that home. Bring a lot of clothes. He's like, you're, he's like, you're gonna want like three, four <laughs> pairs of underwear and pants in your in your like, Listen, times. you're gonna piss or shit yourself. That's cool at some point. It's like when you go on vacation and you pack too much underwear. It's the same sort of philosophy, you know? Yeah, you gotta overshoot it. You don't undershoot. <laughs> you always it. do. You don't want to undershoot. Undershooting is the worst case scenario. What are you gonna wear it inside out and? <laughs> no <backwards> shot. <laughs> But yeah, Mr. Pal's like at the front of the class. He does the I'm Spartacus. Ned farts. They do the I'm Farticus. Yeah. Well, no, Susie farts. You're right. Susie, Susie farts. farts big time. She rips ass harder than anyone's ever heard. She looks around first. She's like, she she's like, it's <laughs> really obvious. <laughs> she lifts a leg. She lifts a leg and shakes it out like it's some sort of <laughs> crass ass movie. It's like. <laughs> It's like the live action, you know that scene in the Scooby Doo movie where it's like you're watching like contest. Norbit or something. Yeah, Norbit, Scooby Doo, all those movies have fart contests. The epic like movie or something like that. It's real early two thousands crass style comedy. <laughs> crass comedy where it's just like the whole jokes is like you farted or you're fat or like some sort of real <laughs> dumb joke like that. Man, I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen Norbit all the way through. I, I'm almost positive I saw it in the theater when it came out. <laughs> That's good. I know that at one point 
he's dressed like the fat lady and she's and he's got a water park and they're, and they're like are you wearing any like bottoms and they're like yeah i got it's like underneath the fat or whatever yeah it's a fucked up movie uh, it's a it's a, it was a bizarre terrible. trajectory for, for his career eddie murphy <laughs> yeah but he's back now i mean coming to america 2 came out i think at some point <laughs> i mean we watched shrek 1 and shrek 2 in the past two days those are both fucking slappers i'll tell you that um, it's been a minute since I've seen Shrek 2, but I have seen Shrek think, 1 not that long ago. I had the thought earlier today, I was like, what if, what if Mike Myers is like, is like tusking himself into becoming Shrek somewhere? He's like in a room, mean? he's like getting surgery to become like Shrek <laughs> permanently. <laughs> That'd be a good gag. I hope he does it. He gets his skin turned green and he, <laughs> yeah. he gets his ears reformed to be like, those weird fucking <laughs> long things. Those in, cones. Shrek, in Shrek 2, when they go undercover in the uh, fairy godmother's factory, you know, in the magic potion yeah. factory, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. wears gloves on his ears in the disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Shrek is a fucking great it's franchise. Good. Really great franchise. Anytime we can talk about it, it's good. Maybe we'll do a Shrek pod. You know, uh, the the votes are still are still open and out there for what we're going to do as our next podcast, because we are rapidly a- approaching the end of this one. Unfortunately, you know, we like do Shrek like, like half just... hour by half hour. <laughs> we just talk no, we about could, we could just do we're, we could do like a, a series of ridiculous like and shit like kids movies or something like that. True. You know, we'd have to come up with a good, good name for that show. But. First episode would obviously Max Keeble's big move. <laughs> yeah. I think this half was a little bit better than the last half. I think talking about it, you know. Oh, I agree. But before that, um, Ned covers for Susie for the fart. And he says, I am Farticus. And then everybody ends up standing up. I'm Farticus. Um, and then Missy says, I'm not. And then she lets, she like lifts up like we were just talking about and actually lets loose a fart. Like you can see her move and let it out. It takes and then like she a minute. Finally says it, it takes a minute for everyone else to be won over. Eventually they're all, cause Ned is like, Oh, what? Have you never been embarrassed? Have you never fart? And yeah. He's like, have like, you never burped in public? Like, what are you talking about? Everybody's bro? like, all right, he's telling the truth. And they stand up they're like, I am farticus too. Yeah. Yeah, Missy's like, I'm not Farticus. Yeah, like the only one to let out the wettest, nastiest fart you've ever heard in your As life. As if she didn't have any control. Yeah. We know that she's got control over her. She let out the slickest fart, dude. It was gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, but, but it's it definitely did. a better episode. I want to give it, I think, an 8 out of 10. I think it's a clean 8. I think you're right. Nice. So I agree. It's an 8 out of 10. Nice. We we were. I don't know when the last time we had different parts. ratings was. Uh, well, I mean, we've we've we are when our it's ratings happened. are different, they're still fairly similar. You know, we haven't had drastically yeah, different. It's ratings. usually pretty close. Like a point five off here and there, point two five off here and there. You know. I what think that you, I, if we really wanted to, we could come up with like a objective. This is how you rate a Ned's episode correctly, and it would be. <laughs> I think that that is. I mean, it's fairly easy, right? It's how much I'm audibly laughing, how good the subplots are, how good the main plot is, how much um, fucking Krubs action is there. <laughs> how true is it to the characters, though? It's like, what makes a good plot? Sometimes we get a plot. It's like, this plot doesn't make any sense to the characters. That's why it's a bad plot. 
Yeah, how true it is to the characters is definitely one. Um, how much does it make sense to the overarching plot of the season? Right. Um, you know, there's a couple different uh, things out there. Netheads in the Nation, let us know what you guys put into your ratings. I would love to know uh, yeah. what you guys look for in a Ned episode, because maybe it's different than what we look for. Me and me and Kirk are pretty on the same par what we look for in a Ned episode. Yeah, yeah. But you never I know. Mean, it ends up being, being that way. Um I know some of you guys are rating at home. Chris Dixon. <laughs> Big shout uh, to the homie. Um, but make sure oh, you guys yeah. follow us uh, on, <laughs> on Insta at Harbor underscore boys uh, on our YouTube at YouTube.com slash C slash the Harbor boys. It still doesn't on, hurt. To, um, it still doesn't hurt to hit up Devin underscore. Uh, Devin works harder. Devin works. Yeah. Harder. And yeah. then Daniel underscore Curtis underscore Lee. Hit him up. Send him a DM maybe. Be like, he listens, I think. You guys know about the Ned C. Classified podcast? Yeah. And if you were is... able to fucking, I guess, snail mail Lindsay Shaw because she deleted all her social media. So I think she's still off all the social media. I, I do think that's still true. I think that we could be her podcast back into the, gonna... into the light. Yeah, we were going to be a That'd podcast be pretty sick. <laughs> also, Pinky Pinkston. He's out there. Coconut. Yeah, man. he's he's out and about. He hasn't he, he doesn't act anymore, but he is DJing full time. He's DJing, and I think he could become a podcast guest in the future. That could be pretty sick. He knows how to work a mic. Um, but yeah, yeah make sure you guys uh, listen on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you guys listen to podcasts and Spotify, shit like that. Apple, Harbor um, Boys, Harbor Boys on YouTube. If you're watching this video, you see us here. Subscribe, yeah. obviously. You guys will be Don't able to see my cat in the background. That's a that's an extra little tidbit. He's been sleeping the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll catch you guys for the next net episode, where hopefully we get a little bit more, uh, a little bit more uh, fame in, a little bit, a little bit more principal pal, a little bit more Gordy action. You know. Let's make Krubs a reappear. Please make Krubs. Oh, right before we end, uh, Coconut Head was briefly in this episode, so that was nice to see. It's been a long time. He was pantsed. It's- I think it's been a long time since we've seen him. It has been. Um, but hopefully we get a little bit more of him in the future and the rest of the nerd gang. Yes. Um, yes. And we'll catch and you guys for the next episode. Don't forget to use the promo code WEASEL20 <laughs> at animineve.com for some... Fuck yeah. <laughs> percentage off. <laughs> Try it. It might work. It might work. <laughs> Peace out, guys. It's out for time, no music.